There are all kinds of creatures in the Dungeons & Dragons Monster Manual, but we don't think it's fair to label them all as monsters. Well, some of them might be really nice. Maybe even new best friend kind of nice. So each episode, we look at a new entry and decide once and for all, are they fiends or are they friends? Welcome to Monster Friends. This week, we make friends with... Would you look at all those chickens? All those chickens. All those chickens. Yeah, we got a chicken today. It's a chicken. It's it's a featherless chicken with pterodactyl wings and a lizard tail. Wow, rude. That's literally what I wrote. <laughs> Sorry. Well, okay, hold on. I said featherless. It's not quite featherless. It has it's just f- the amount of feathers to have that you think it's probably um, very sick. <laughs> it's a phoenix at the end of its like life cycle it's uh it's a chicken with mange it's got a scary chicken beak yeah Uh, i actually was like hmm i wonder if chickens can like hurt people with their with their beaks um but apparently there's no documented chicken bite like lethal chicken bite cases um they aren't super common according to a very cursory google search um (laughs) i only went like three links down not even like a page in so i think maybe the government is just trying to hide something from us maybe but also you're never gonna find anything useful more than like five links in you don't know that there is a lot of suppression of information from google i guess so i'm pretty sure that this thing was in one of the jurassic park movies and if it wasn't it might as well have been yeah definitely i think that now that we know that chickens had chickens dinosaurs had feathers yeah um this would be in a book somewhere and you'd be like yeah that's a dinosaur that's probably what a dinosaur looked like it really does look like a dinosaur uh what do you think it's called i wrote chicken okay i know we're still in c i couldn't think of anything else (laughs) that's fine it's a cockatrice oh i know that you do know it Um, what is that in oh the Witcher. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm actually going to talk about that after. But first, what do you think this thing's good at? Um, strength. I wrote, who knows? Can't be sure. The government is obviously hiding something. Yep. Uh, dexterity. T-Rex. It doesn't have any arms, so it might even be less dexterous. Because, like, it only has two, like, claws attached to its wings. Yeah, it does have that, like, top wing fold claw i have to slouch because my microphone is there we go (laughs) too low you're Uh, allowed to adjust your microphone yeah but it moves (laughs) and then i can't get it back um constitution so i looked it up and chickens can live for 18 months without their heads what yeah you can cut a chicken's head off and it can still live for 18 months up to 18 months yeah so that's very high constitution that's ridiculous what is the point I don't know. Uh, intelligence, no head, no brain, so nothing to worry about there. Uh, charisma, you can't really talk without a head. Also, he's got a split tongue. I imagine that that would probably knock some points off charisma-wise because the only other thing I know with a split tongue is a snake. Yeah. And they don't, they have lisps. 
so less charisma than the average bird. Um, and <laughs> wisdom, I wrote no head again because no head. Um, yeah. So charisma is a negative three. Yep. Uh, intelligence is a negative four. Yeah. So like you nailed that. I am. Smart. Um, it does have a positive in wisdom and I guess it's, that's probably, oh, I was going to say because it can get its head chopped off. No, that's chickens. That's not a cockatrice. No. Uh, yeah. So I don't know why it has better wisdom, but you pretty much nailed the rest of it. Yeah. Um, it's not very smart for the most part. And it runs around a little bit. It's it's not going to cause you a lot of problems. Well, I don't know about that because I saw you try and fight that cockatrice in The Witcher. And I was like, well, this is not going well for you. Yeah. Well, here's okay. So I'm pretty sure Wizards of the Coast went out of their way to make the cockatrice in D&D terrible. Um, He only gets a single paragraph in the Monster Manual, which is not a lot compared to everybody else. Um, I think it's a bit of a ripoff. I think the cockatrice is a lot cooler than what D&D lets it be. Cockatrice. Um, but like, Cock. I don't know. I guess with 150 odd entries in the Monster Manual, you can't, they can't all have full stories. Because <laughs> I mean, like, if you look at like Pokemon, there's 151 of the original ones. And they only got like a sentence or two in the Pokedex. Yeah. So like, I'll let them That's fine. do a paragraph fine. for this guy. We don't need all of the information. We don't. Um, but basically if a cockatrice bites you, they'll turn you to stone and that's their entire deal, but it only turns you to stone for 24 hours. So oh. it's not even really that it's kind of like, oh. oh, thanks. I'll just take a nap for a yeah, bit. Yeah. That's pretty, that's pretty nice actually. Um, I'm like, sorry, can't come into work today. I got bit by a cockatrice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the monster manual actually even use it. <laughs> it uses half of its paragraph to tell you that. Or to point out that they only eat small berries and small animals and they're not a threat to anyone else uh, if it weren't for their fierce and frenzied response to even a hint of danger. Okay, so this is straight – they are chickens. Yeah, they're, they are not even as aggressive as the cuckoos from Ocarina of Time. So Wizards of the Coast is in on big government trying to hide the fact that chickens are actually very dangerous. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they're like, oh, don't worry about this. You only get turned to stone for a day. It's fine. Except that it's wildly, wildly unhinged. (laughs) Yeah, completely off its rocker. Um, But here's the thing. So, like, that's, I guess that's kind of an interesting monster. It can turn you to stone, whatever. But, like... The cockatrice is a real thing, but like a, a mythological beast that's existed, existed. Yeah. outside of D and D. It's like a dinosaur folklore from like the 1300s, and then sort of regained popularity uh, in Elizabethan literature. So like the mid 1500s. So there's like a couple hundred years where like this was a big English folklore thing, which is kind of cool, I guess. Um, there's not. On my very cursory Google search, there wasn't a whole lot more information about Cockatrice, but uh, all of it is more interesting than what's in the Monster Manual. Yeah, yeah, I just Googled it. So, like, the real Cockatrice is a wyvern with a rooster head, which is already cooler than describing as a hideous hybrid of lizard, bird, and bat, like the Monster Manual. Like, it's a dragon with two legs and a rooster head. That's dope. So, like, the one thing that the Wizards of the Coast got right about the cockatrice is that it turns people to stone. That's yeah. basically the only thing that they kept uh, from English folklore. Um, except the real cockatrice doesn't have to bite you. 
it just has to look at you. Oh. Uh, if it touches you or breathes on you, uh, you'll also turn to stone, but it just has to look at you. So it's three times better than the D&D version at doing I what it does. See. Okay. There's something else in, in – in, uh, well, there's a couple of things in mythology that turn people to stone. Yeah. Um, this, this is basically – like the cockatrice is basically like if Donald Duck was a gorgon. That's scary. <laughs> Donald Duck has a lot of issues. He does. He has anger management issues for sure, which I think the cockatrice also does. I think we don't call it anger management. We call it self-regulation now, Kyle. Okay. It's self-regulation issues. Uh, the only way to kill it for sure is to make it look at itself in the mirror because it'll then turn itself to stone, which only lasts for 24 hours. In D&D, in real life, it'll just turn you to stone and that's it. That's the end of it. Um, or if it hears a rooster crow, it instantly dies, which is hilarious because... That's what its head is. Interesting. I'm so, so, hmm. If something gets turned to stone, but it's only for 24 hours, if I destroy the stone, it won't come back. Uh, I think there's rules about that in D&D that I don't know off the top of my head. But I think if you destroy somebody who's been petrified, if you like cut their arm off, I'm pretty sure they don't get their arm back. Yeah. But I'm not 100% sure because there's spells like Greater Restoration and that sort of stuff, which I think could get it back. So maybe if it's, there's other magic powers that allow you to grow back stuff that's been broken in stone form. I don't know. This, I, I don't know. This whole thing reminds me of something, but I can't really put my finger on it right now. Um, is it Harry Potter? It's Harry Potter, isn't it? Probably Harry Potter. But that was a snake. That was a snake. That was a basilisk. Are they related? I feel like... It's possible that they stem from the same place. Hmm. Um, I have. Well, the monster manual doesn't give any information where it comes from, no. which is actually the most interesting part about the cockatrice. So when I was looking it up, uh, it, they think that the cockatrice stems from old uh, Egyptian uh, folklore uh, because they had stories where they used to destroy the eggs of the ibis. Do you know what an ibis is? No. It's like. One of those long-legged, walks around in the in knee-high water birds, like cranes or herons type oh. things, and like snatch fish out of the water. I was it's, like, I know what an Anubis is. Yeah, it's not the same thing. Okay. Uh, so an Ibis is like a bird, and they used to kill the Ibis uh, and destroy all their eggs because the Ibis used to eat venomous snakes, and they were worried that all the venom would somehow cause a snake-bird hybrid to hatch, which is fucking amazing. I like that theory. Yeah. So it's possible that a basilisk and uh, the cockatrice came out of that same sort of origin idea. So they went around and they killed all of these ibises. Yeah. How many people died from poisonous snakes as a result? Oh, probably loads. I wonder what like the, the statistics for that looked like. Uh, yeah, it was probably, I bet, like, any community that destroyed all the Ibis probably had, like, a 150% increase in venomous snake deaths. That's literally nature being like, oh, this is a problem. Here is a solution. Instead, they're like, no, kill them. <laughs> it makes monsters. It's gonna make <laughs> monsters. Um, yeah, so that's probably where it came from. But then by the time it got to English folklore... Uh, they believed that a cockatrice hatched from a cock egg. Oh, what's a cock egg, you ask? Uh, Semen. I had to look it up. 
Uh, a cock egg, also known as a fairy egg, a dwarf egg, a witch egg, or a fart egg, what? is a yolkless egg. Ew. Uh, so apparently when chickens first start laying eggs, it's very common for them to not have yolks yeah. yet. Um, so fart eggs are nothing to worry about, unless you're an Elizabethan, in which case fart eggs mean your entire family is about to cease being alive and oh. start being statues. Okay. Uh, do you know how to ensure that a cockatrice doesn't hatch out of these fart eggs? Um, fart. Put them back inside. No. You take the egg. Yeah. You go outside. You huck it over the roof of your house. And if it lands on the other side without hitting the roof, you don't get a cockatrice. Oh, thank God. Such an easy solution. But isn't that bananas? I like, would, that's just breaking the egg. I would definitely kill my kill my whole family because I can't throw it all. I just, like, I'd, like, go to throw it over the roof and I'd actually just throw it at the wall. And then I'd be like, shit. I just egged my Kids! own house. <laughs> um, Kids, we gotta go! But, like, do, doesn't that seem, like... I want to know the thought process of the person who is like, well, if I just break this egg, that's not going to be good enough. If I just drop it at my feet, you're still going to have a statue chicken. So if I throw it over my house, like why did you do it one time? And you're just like, oh, no cockatrice. I guess that's the only way. I don't know. They used to drown people to see if they were witches. And if they drowned, they weren't witches. And then they were like, oh, we just killed an innocent person. So Yeah, it's true. People were batshit bananas. Oh, people were? People were batshit bananas. People are batshit bananas. That shit would still be happening today. Yeah, but they also were too. Literally, we're like three <laughs> days away from the election. We're going to be doing witch twi- trials in the U.S. And like, well, not we, not us personally, but like, give it a week, Kyle. Give it a week. People are going to be throwing eggs over their house in fear of cockatrices. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> We've sort of touched on The Witcher before. Yes. Because um, I wanted to look up how cockatrices were used in other uh, pop culture and games and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Just to see if everybody was as boring as Wizards <laughs> of the Coast or if other people were better. Uh, and in The Witcher, uh, this is the lore that it has. And I think this is great and why uh, D&D really shit the bed on this one. Cockatrices are born of eggs laid by a rooster consorting with other roosters. Consorting? The oh, egg must, roosters. Yeah. Cool. The egg must be incubated for 44 days by a toad. Like, that's bananas. I love that. That's so much better than, hey, this chicken's mad sometimes. Nobody knows where this chicken came from. So weird. And it's so angry. <laughs> and Oh, and as soon as the cockatrice hatches from underneath the toad, it eats the toad. Are toads known for hatching eggs? Has anyone tried that in modern day? This is going to be my thesis for my PhD. You're going to go get some gay rooster eggs if toads, and stick them under toads? If toads can hatch other animals' eggs. not not. It doesn't matter if they're gay roosters. It's just can they? Will they? Successfully? Who knows? I, I don't know. I think toads are amphibians. Doesn't that mean that they're cold-blooded? Yeah. So how do they, hmm, interesting. Well, if they sat out in the sun. Yeah, I suppose. And then they got fried by the sun because they sat out in the sun too long. That would probably keep the egg warm. Uh, Yeah, maybe. We'll see. (laughs) We'll see in 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So do you want to do a rating? A rating? Yeah. They're not that bad. 
I, you could be friends with them. I would have a cockatrice. I don't think I would want to be friends with one because I don't think that it's going to like add anything to my life. And I really don't know how dangerous their beaks are. Like I wouldn't keep one as a pet. I see. I would just for the novelty. I don't know. They'd be like, oh, he got turned to stone again. <laughs> hey, when that happened. Well, yeah, you just put like a muzzle on him. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I guess they're, like, they're friends. Like, they're not really dangerous as per the monster manual. No, we don't normally talk about challenge ratings and that sort of stuff because, like, that's less interesting. But it it only has half. It's a half a challenge rating. So it is a very low threat monster. So I can turn into more threatening monsters. Like giant goat. Giant goat, that's scary. A giant goat is... That's terrifying. I wouldn't want to fuck with a giant goat. No. Why would anyone want to fuck with the giant goat? I don't even want to fuck with a regular sized goat. Not even those fainting goats? Nope. Don't don't want it. It's witchcraft. What a dumb self-defense feature. I guess. I don't know. I'm no I what what you know what else is a dumb self-defense feature? Turning people to stone for only 24 hours. Hey, I mean, if it remembers it did it, it can run far enough away for it to not be threatened by that thing it turned to stone. What's the short-term memory like on a chicken? It's probably zero. Yeah, so they probably forget. <laughs> probably. All right. This was an interesting episode. Yeah. Normally, I come at you with the facts. Instead, I did it the other way. We did it the other way around. I got confused. <laughs> Between chickens and cockatrices? Yeah. yeah. So um, chickens slash cockatrices are just basilisk. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, but in bird form. In bird form. And are scared of other birds. Only other roosters. Oh, okay. And not even scared of the roosters, just the sound of their voice. You know what? It's almost like hearing other roosters or being like, oh, your whole body is beautiful and I'm not. I'm jealous. I die of jealousy. <laughs> they're not that ugly. They have, they a have, cockatrice? They're not that ugly. Yeah, but they're not a rooster. People have hairless cats. Yeah, that's fucked. Hairless rooster makes, yeah, why not? Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? It would make it easier to prepare for cooking. Okay. If you don't already have to, like, you don't have to pluck it. It's pre-plucked. It's a good point, I suppose. Um, All right. Well, I think that's good. Do we have any questions? I didn't write any question for this one because I just thought it was a chicken. Yeah, um, that's fine. You don't have to have a better question than can toads actually incubate eggs. Uh, You know what? Valid. 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 I'm going to test it. I feel like toads are the right weight. They wouldn't crush the egg. Probably not. You just need to keep it warm and wet. I'd have to like spray bottle it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to create a monster accidentally by laying something under a toad and I'm going to end the world. The toad, instead of just having to like spray it with a mist bottle. Yeah. You could just put it in like the cool zone at Canada's Wonderland. But then the egg won't be warm enough. Yeah, but like the toad will keep it warm. But it won't because the toad doesn't have any way of keeping it. Anyway, all right. Okay, that's fine. We'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. This is that has been your episode for this week. Thanks for everything. Bye, everybody. Bye. We'll be back next week with another episode of We Have Dark Vision. But in the meantime, why not swing by our website, wehavedarkvision.com, or follow us on Instagram at wehavedarkvision or Twitter at darkvisioncast.com.